I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, my friend of many, many decades, longtime friend. Thank you, sir, and thank you to Callaway's. I hope you'll get into Callaway's. I was there day before yesterday, three days ago, I guess it was, and they look beautiful, beautiful color, beautiful plants starting to arrive at, at Callaway's. Get in, let them know you appreciate their sponsorship of this hour. They have done so for many years now. Welcome and good morning to you. I hope you have a a, a great day out in the landscape and garden, kind of between showers today, but I think there'll be plenty of time to get some gardening done and certainly plenty of time to talk about it. Give me a call this morning. Mike Bass is running the boards this morning, and uh, I'll be answering questions, doing my best, and uh, we have three lines open to you right now at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Just very quickly, I will uh, mention to you, I'll discuss it in more detail later, but you are beginning the uh, time period of application of pre-emergent weed gillers. You don't need to call to ask, is it time yet? Yeah, it's time. Uh, it, it probably wouldn't hurt if you waited five days. It's not that precise. We have a freeze expected or a near freeze at the end of this week, four, five, six days from now. And so crabgrass and graspers are not going to be germinating. I'm just going to tell you that. And remember, pre-emergent weed killers are applied before you can see the weeds. The weeds that you see out there right now germinated back in September. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about crabgrass and graspers. Those products are, uh, are halts or dimension or bayland. And we'll talk about it more. And yes, the time is here now, sometime between now and the 15th of March, maybe 18th of March. Don't need to call about that. We'll address it later individually. We begin the program uh, uh, this uh, Sunday morning, as we always do for the last 24 or 5 years, by visiting with Steve Huddleston, public relations manager now in his retirement. That didn't go so well. He's working as hard as he was at uh, the uh, Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. They are sister organizations. This is Steve Huddleston. Steve, good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. That turned into a long introduction just to get that thing going. So, Well, it did. Thank <laughs> yeah, you for that. That's right. You're just a busy guy. So what is happening in the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? Well, excuse me, tulip foliage is up and awaiting the emergence of blooms. In fact, we, we've had some blooming prematurely, but I predict that uh, peak bloom will be mid to late March, and we planted nearly 250,000 bulbs. Wow. All of those should be blooming this spring. So we have daffodils, hyacinths, tulips, some some other kinds of bulbs. But uh, March should be a great month, mid to late March, I would say, for uh, for our bulb display. There are a lot of reasons to come to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. We'll get into an event, that well, a couple of events that will bring you there. But just plan on a little extra time to see the tulips this month. What is your featured plant this, uh, this week? It's uh, one that is kind of evergreen. It's a, it's a durable one. Tell us about it. Well, it is evergreen. It's a needle palm. Uh, this is one of two palms that has survived our cold spells amazingly well, both February of 21 and uh, this past month. Uh, no damage whatsoever to its foliage. This is a slow-growing palm native to the southeast. Uh, the common name needle palm is in reference to the six-inch long black spines that protrude from the leaf stalk. This is a short-trunked 
palm gets about six feet tall, eight feet wide, four to eight feet wide, clump forming. It has cut leaf, dark green foliage, very attractive. This is a palm that does well in sun to light shade and is hardy in zones 6A to 10B. And I think it has a very nice tropical look to the landscape. We have uh, several plantings of it throughout the garden, so it's a good one for our area, very cold hardy. 6A is way north of us, folks. This is yes. the hardiest, uh, or one, as Steve says, one of the two hardiest of all palms. And uh, you really want to have this, but you also want to have it where the needles will not be a problem for you. Needle, palm, and it is mm-hmm. available in, in nurseries that specialize in palms. So what are some events you have going on? Well, we have two events this month. One is Butterflies in the Garden, which is underway through April 10 uh, by the time that uh, it's over we will have released about 10,000 live butterflies from around the world into our conservatory and this is the largest exhibit of live exotic butterflies in north central texas Uh, butterflies in the garden offers educational programs exciting exhibits gift shop items and more designed to enhance the visitor experience people must buy timed entry tickets uh, now through a link on the garden's website. Uh, you can also buy them in person, uh, but they are available online uh, through a link. So that's the best way to uh, to get your ticket. Uh, timed entry, you want to sign up for a particular day and time to enjoy the exhibit. Yeah, and folks, if you're uh, thinking about coming out now during spring break, you really want to buy ahead of time and not be disappointed when you get out there and find that all the tickets for that time are already sold. So uh, that's fwbg.org. We'll repeat that in a few minutes, but it's the initials of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. So that's for timed entry into the uh, Butterflies in the Garden event. What else do you have? Well, we have a new exhibit opening this Friday, March 11th. This is uh, David Rogers' Big Bugs, and it runs through June 12th. This is an exhibit of insect sculptures on our gargantuan scale. Uh, the sculptures are made from whole trees, cut green saplings, dry branches, and other forest materials. Audiences will stand bug-eyed before these larger-than-life insect sculptures and gain an appreciation for these invaluable members of the animal kingdom. Viewing the exhibit is ex- is included in the price of garden admission. Are they scattered throughout the garden, or are they in one yes. one location? Oh, yes, they yes. are. Oh, how fun. Yes, placed throughout the garden, yes. You really need to take a walk into the garden to see all of them. Oh, that's fun. All right. Okay, so for all of that, folks, you can find all the details at the Fort Worth Botanic Gardens website. Steve, why don't you repeat that for them? Yes, that is fwbg.org. All right, just the initials of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. 24-hour information phone line for folks who want a recorded message. That is 817-463-4160. All right. And then for folks who are driving out and would like to come by sometime this coming week uh, during spring break, if that's your spring break or next week, how do they find you? Yes, we are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right, and folks, if you've never been to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, you have driven by on I-30. You may have uh, turned on University, gone south to TCU or gone south to the zoo. 
Well, you go north instead, and you've seen the beautiful trees from the freeway. Well, that's the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. It's hidden behind all those beautiful, historic trees. Stop in for a visit. You will really enjoy it better yet. Uh, buy yourself a membership and stop by maybe 50 times and enjoy it 50 times. This has been Steve Huddleston. The, the, uh, well, I almost slipped back there after a year, Steve. You'd think old habits would go away. Yes. Public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and Brit. Thank you, my friend, and we'll talk to you next Sunday. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Steve. And that uh, report is sponsored. By the way, before I uh, get into the ad, let me give my phone number again. I gave it one short time, and uh, I have uh, one call. I'd like to get a couple more calls on on the line, 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. Call right now before the lines fill up and it gets harder to get in. Arborological Service has sponsored that report, and they are the experts your trees deserve, the only people who will ever touch the trees at our house. They've been serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. You do that math. That's 41 years ago that this company founded. Founder, owner, Steve Hauser, still actively on the job, but he's out there saving trees and giving talks and doing a lot of give back as well. He is a fine fine tree person. Three of their people have been selected as uh, Arborist of the Year for the great state of Texas, and I really encourage you to, to use their services. Twelve of their people are International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. That really sets them apart as being the best in the business, that uh, fact that they have 12 certified arborists on staff. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters among their leaders of their crews. And uh, they have an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion on their team. And uh, Miguel Pastanez has even won the North American Tree Climbing Championship. Oh, my goodness, they're good. And they also know everything you need to know about trees. If one of the one of the foremen isn't completely aware of a particular disease, he or she will go back to the other 11 and say, what can you tell me about such and such? And they have people who know it all and will, will work together as a team. I love this company. I love telling you about them because I know your trees will be nurtured. Here are the contact pieces for them. The phone number, it's toll-free. They're strictly local, but toll-free number to make it easy. 866-552-7267. That's 866-552-7267. On the web, it is arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Again, on the web, arborological.com, Arborological Services. I'm Ed Jordan with Callaway's Nursery in Hearst. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. All right, Ed. Thank you, sir. And we get our program underway by going to Larry in LaRue. Larry, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. I was recently gifted a bunch of tulip bulbs. Mm. Too late to put them in the cooler and cool them down and plant them in it. Yeah, it's too late to do much of anything with them. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. How am I going to keep them active or alive or whatever? I, I think send them to South America, probably. I don't have an answer for you, Larry. They need to be... Uh, they need to be given for everybody else who 
may, some people, a lot of people are familiar with what you do with tulips, but they need 45 days at 45 degrees in the refrigerator to let them think that they have had a winter time and then they need to be planted in the last two weeks of December. They're pretty demanding of what they, what they get to, to bloom properly. And you could cheat into very early January a little bit, but if you don't do all of that, they will not bloom properly. And, and the last thing you want to do is plant them in late January or February because they'll try to bloom and they'll get blasted by the, by the hot weather, the warm weather. And uh, at this point, uh, they don't have much of a cheat. I mean, you might as well plant them, but uh, nothing. don't expect anything from them. There is not enough food stored in the bulbs to last uh, 10 more months to, to let them uh, go another 10 months, either, even in the refrigerator. So that's the sad part of it. People who forget to do all the, that I just mentioned and say, well, can I, can I just put them in the refrigerator now? They'll, they'll just be dust by this time next year or about 10 months from now. I'm sorry. I wish I had a better answer. How did they happen to give them to you at this point? Did they go to Holland and get them? Yeah, they picked up a bunch of bulbs, and my son brought them back to me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Holland does not do us a good service by selling out-of-season bulbs. That's just not, not fair. Yeah. That that might work if you were way north, I mean, up, up in the northern tier of states, but not here. So I can't plant them and dig them up in the fall? Well, tulips are a one-time thing. Uh, even in the best of conditions, when we buy them from the, the very best source and plant them at the perfect time that I described a minute ago, uh, they are a one-time crop. They, they will not rebloom. There are species tulips. There are, there are a, very, a handful of species, not varieties, but species, that will establish and come back and repeat bloom year after year. But of the thousands of hybrids, hundreds of hybrids, it actually is thousands, uh, they do not come back in our they, climate. They came in a little box, yeah, and it said on the side uh, the box to plant in August for blooms in th- the winter. Yeah, well, yeah, that's printed for the world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Me too. I'm sorry. Yep, I know. I know. Well. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm glad I could make your day for you. (laughs) All right, take care. Um, That opens up that line. Come on, folks, let's call 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Niels Perry's Lone Star Gardening. You know what? Chapter 2, my calendar in this book. It's a 48-page calendar that tells you when to do every important task in your landscape and garden has exactly the detail that I just gave you. So does the chapter on perennials. Uh, we, we deal with tulips as perennials, and in that chapter I tell you, but they're not really perennials. Um, Dutch hyacinths are the very same way. This is your go-to gardening reference. It's 344 pages and 840 of my best photographs. I spent a year writing this book, but I spent a lifetime learning what I put into this book, and you can get it all of that for $36.95. This book is self-published. I decided I did not want to work with a publishing house. I wanted to have the best editor I'd ever worked with, not somebody that was assigned to me by a publisher. And so I hired Carolyn Skye, who is a dear friend and uh, an incredible. She, she had worked at a major university as an editor. 
and I wanted Cindy Smith, a graphic designer, the best I've ever worked with. And three of us did this book. And um, it's in its fifth printing now. I'm, I'm about to sell through the fifth printing. Sixth printing is on the presses. They just found another 30,000 uh, uh, sheets of the paper that we're using. Oh, my gosh. Have you heard of supply chain issues? We are eking out the sixth printing of the book. The fifth printing, I have copies available if you order it right now. And um, essentially, no changes of any significance between the two. Your satisfaction with this book is completely guaranteed. Eleven chapters that cover all aspects of lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetable gardening for every county in the state of Texas. And it's, it's absolutely applicable in southern Oklahoma. It's uh, a hardback printed on that high-quality paper and printed in Texas. Now, $36.95 plus tax and postage, and I sign every copy as it sells. I'll be signing tonight. And uh, it is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. I guarantee your satisfaction, or I'll refund every penny. 74,000 copies sold to date, not one request for refund. Here are the two ways you can order. Call my office Monday through Friday, uh, business hours. That's 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. Or the better way is to order it right now at my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y, Dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy, very, very much, and uh, wonderful pastor. We got back into our church on Wednesday evening for Ash Wednesday service. It was so good. We have been watching online for all of the pandemic, and we we finally felt we're, well, anyway, I won't get into that, but it was so nice to be back in church. The ever-shifting soils in North Texas are responsible for more foundation damage than any other single factor. Well, one of the factors is that foundations are not necessarily always made with deep piers that they, they, they could have. And so it's really good to have a company like Advanced Foundation Repair on our side. And uh, 
The home inspection that they will do for you is absolutely free and without obligation. They will check for any source of foundation problems, any evidence of foundation problems. If you have windows and doors that don't open properly, don't stay open properly, if you have cracks that are appearing in the tape and bed work of your home, or heaven forbid, in the sheetrock or in the, the grout lines or in the mortar joints, you need to call them right away. And that could be happening because our soils are dry. That's advanced foundation. Foundation Repair. They've been my advertiser for 26 years, and they have fixed our house. And they fixed a building, a house, an old house that I bought to use as my office for 24 years, a historic house. Their work is great. It's affordable. It's done carefully, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. 214-333-0003, Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003 Advanced Foundation Repair Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Melinda with Callaway's in Little Elm. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Melinda. That's a nice big store. I recommend that you stop in soon. Um, don't want to rush the next caller. I'm going to uh, give you just a very quick tip and... Uh, and uh, then get into our newscast, which uh, hits uh, right at 8.30, and uh, make sure that we hit that one on time, and then we'll have all the time we need with our callers. Lines are filled right now. Thank you for that, 800-288-WBAP. And I'm going to tell you about Callaway's right now, but I'll do that in just a second. I want to mention to you that I am not a big advocate of weed and feed fertilizers. So when I talk about putting out a pre-emergent weed killer, that is just a standalone product, and that would be either the Baylan, um, Holtz, or uh, uh, the uh, Dimension product. And they're available at varying sources, uh, but they need to be applied between now and the 15th or 18th of March, depending on what the weather does. They are to prevent the germination of crabgrass and grass burrs, and you need to repeat that application 90 days later. So that's going to be in early to mid-June. And um, those are safe around trees and shrubs. Read and follow label directions, of course. So that's the uh, that's the important message. But I'm not an advocate of weed and feed products. They need to be done separately. It's too early to fertilize unless you're using uh, unless you have ryegrass or fescue. So just uh, my two cents worth. Callaway's Nursery is bursting with spring color. And at Callaway's, that means azaleas. Head into any one of their 21 neighborhood locations in the DFW area for your own gorgeous azaleas in generous three-gallon containers. Choose your favorites from their wide selection of encore reblooming azaleas, including autumn embers, autumn chiffon, and many others. They also have your traditional favorites, such as pink ruffles, coral bells, and many more. Azaleas are cherished for their massive displays of blooms. You'll love this colorful springtime shrub in your landscape, and they have all the supplies to get the azaleas off to a great start. Talk to one of their Texas-certified nursery professionals and tap into their knowledge about planting and caring for your treasured azaleas. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best. Everything they sell backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Love plants, helping people, and spending time outside? You can become part of that great team. 
Callaway's is now hiring at all of their locations. Stop by, apply, and join their Texas-grown team today. Shop local at their community stores or order online at Callaway's.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. Callaway's Nursery. That's life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. Happening over there. Russian forces. Happening right here. Deadly crimes have surged. Rising costs. No matter where it happens, your world happens. On a daily basis, getting updates. Here, News Talk 820 WBAP and 99.5 FM HD2. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email. Take a look at it at my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on that eGardens uh, link and take a look. You can sign up for it and you can see the most recent issue. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP. And WBAP.com. The execution of a condemned Texas killer has been delayed. I'm Dennis Martin with the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking two middle lanes of the westbound Bush Turnpike. That's Highway 190, a little after Highway 78. Construction's closed HOV lanes, both east and westbound I-30, between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. That'll uh, be in effect until sometime in late 2024. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones... I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Cloudy, windy, warm today, the high 78 or so. There's a chance of thunderstorms tonight, then spotty showers throughout the day Sunday. High temperature probably around 80 degrees. Right now it's 67 degrees in Dallas, 68 in Fort Worth. A convicted Texas murderer who was scheduled to be executed by the state this year has received a reprieve. Michael Gonzalez was scheduled to die by lethal injection Tuesday evening for murdering an elderly couple in West Texas nearly 30 years ago. The Texas Court of Criminal Appeals granted a request by his attorneys to stay that execution. So Gonzalez's case is now being sent back to the trial judge in Odessa. The city of Fort Worth is seeking resident input to name three bridges that will span the Trinity River as part of the new Panther Island project, City Council Member Elizabeth Beck says they're looking for names that will reflect something meaningful about Fort Worth. I'm a little partial to the city of Fort Worth's downtown skyline because I have the amazing opportunity to represent that area. And so driving in at night from the north side with those bridges lit up, um, it certainly is a, a beautiful sight. Visit WBAP.com to submit name suggestions. The deadline is March 31st. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. 
All right, thank you, Dennis, very much. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone right now and invite you to get out there sometime this week or so. They've been around since 1983. It's a third-generation family business. That's pretty special. Mike and Derek Wisnan, the second and third generations in the business, own and operate it now, and uh, they can supply any kind of stone you might need for your landscape. Beautiful stone, 22 acres of gorgeous stone, the largest hardscape selection in Texas, natural stone for building and landscaping projects. Whether you're looking for decorative gravel or maybe you're looking for river rock, maybe you want uh, paving stone for uh, a, a patio or a walkway, they have it all. Pathway, they have it all. Maybe it's uh, for uh, around a pool. Maybe you need a retaining wall. Maybe you want decorative boulders, big boulders, as big as your car. They have it all. Or fountains. They can do all of that for you. They don't do the work. They deliver the stone, and they can put you in contact with the finest stone contractors, masons, anywhere in North Texas. They're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, not just in a passing way either, in a leadership role. These are fine men with a great company. I love going there. It's just a fun place to shop. Let me tell you how to find them. They're in southeast Fort Worth. You just think about far southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South. The phone number is 817-429-0822. Open Monday through Saturday. 817-429-0822 at 4501 East Loop 820 South. And there's a lot of information you can look at today at their website, whiz-q.com. That's whizqstone, W-H-I-Z-Q.com for whizqstone. No one's immune from misinformation. What is true? What is but true? if you want the facts, reel in the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world, then you're in the right place. Correct information in a world of chaos and misinformation. News Talk 820 WBAP at 99.5 FM HD2. Very best thing you can do for your windows, uh, short of replacing the windows, I'm not into suggesting that to you right now, would be to put sunburst shutters in those windows. It's like a whole remodel job for your house just in the windows. Our house looks so much newer, so much better, so much fresher when we got sunburst shutters. That was 11 or 12 years ago, and we love them just as much right now. Let me tell you some things about them. Let's just make a list of the assets. Number one, they're plantation-style shutters, two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louvers. And the bigger the louver, the fewer the the lines that you see when you open the louvers. They are made of polywood, P-O-L-Y. Why? Polywood. It's a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. And uh, that means that they are color fast, either white or off-white. They can be faux stained. They can be painted. They have an automotive style paint booth right there in their factory where they're made. And they are custom made to every opening in your house. Every window gets its own specific shutter. That's how great they are. They're custom made to every opening. And uh, what else I need to tell you about these? They're, they're just absolutely, oh, they're energy efficient. That was the one thing I wanted to mention. They're the most energy efficient shutters in America. All of that and nice people as well. 
Here's the way you contact them. They, you can go to their, their factory showroom if you wish. It's easier just to let them come to you and, and bring samples, hold them up in your windows and, and advise you, but you do either one. Here is the phone number to set an appointment either way, 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Ross from the Cornelius Store in Houston, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Ross, very much. We have listeners far south of here and uh, the DFW area, and uh, Cornelius Nurseries uh, was a very large, very important nursery organization in the Houston area. Sterling Cornelius was a very great nursery uh, owner and leader and friend of mine. And uh, when he decided he wanted to sell before we lost Sterling way too young, uh, he uh, sold to the Callaways group, knowing that his nursery, now nurseries, would be nurtured and loved. And that has exactly happened. So thank you, Ross. Uh, we go back to our phone lines. We have Jim in Vernon. To the three of you, Jim, Mike, and Paul, stay with me. I'm going to work really hard to get all three of you in this segment. Jim, this is Neil in Vernon with you. How can I help you? Hi, Neil. I wanted to ask you about my uh, old-style bright red uh, tall crepe myrtles. They were planted two years ago. They were doing great. Then we had that real bad winter, hard winter, and they didn't do they didn't do too well at all last summer. Should yes, we sir. cut them back all the way to the ground or? What you recommend? Uh, if they came out last year really sparsely and yes. just, okay, yes, you should. And uh, could have last year for that matter. Um, and let me explain to other people what you're talking about, Jim, because they may not be familiar with this whole idea. Crepe myrtles that, uh, there are a couple of times when you might consider cutting a crepe myrtle down to an inch or two from the ground. One time would be if you've had major freeze damage, and the other time would be, uh, there are three times, the other time, another time would be if uh, something has happened to the tree, like somebody ran into it, and the third time would be if you've moved into a house and somebody has butchered the tree by topping it. The way that you can get the, the plant to start over again and, and develop into a lovely tree in a hurry is to cut it to the ground and then retrain the new shoots that come up because they come up really quickly. We uh, did that at the at the World Collection Park, uh, a, a park of all the known varieties of crepe myrtles that we have in McKinney. We had some damage also last year, and about, oh, I think it was mid-April, we could tell which ones were hurt badly. We cut them to the ground, and by the end of the growing season, by October, uh, the new shoots were 10 to 12 feet tall, and we had 20 or 15 of them on each tree uh, that had been cut that way. And about three weeks ago, we had the uh, Texas Nursery and Landscape Association there to help us, and we did the thinning down to about seven new stems, uh, seven of those stems, and later this year we will thin them down to three so that we will take the three best ones out of the seven. That's how you would do it, and, and uh, you'll be amazed at how, ni- how nice they'll look and how quickly you'll get a good tree back. 
Thank you so much, Neil. Sorry about my voice. Oh, I'm, I feel sorry for you. It sounds like it hurts, but I appreciate your call, Jim. Have a great day. You All bet. Right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Let's go a little south of him to Palo Pinto. Let's go to Mike. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I'm yes, trying to put in a privacy screen between me and my neighbor. Okay. And I tried twice. I put in crepe myrtles uh, about three years ago. And apparently I planted them too deep. Um, and they haven't ever done a thing. Last year my wife pulled them up and, and raised them, and they still haven't done a thing. Look like the day I bought them. Okay. And then I tried um, in the fall before last year's uh, hard freeze, I put in some silverberry eliangus. Eliangus, like yes, sir. Yes. And they they looked okay, and then that hard freeze come, and they looked like the day I put them in. They didn't yeah. grow a bit. And How so tall do you want your screen to be, Mike? I would love for it to be four foot tall by the end of this year. But how tall by the end of uh, the the by twenty thirty? Uh, that doesn't matter because I plan to sell the house. I just need to hide the yard of my neighbor uh, when people look for my place and see all their junk on the ground. I just don't okay. want them looking over there seeing. So it doesn't matter to me what it is as long as it creates a uh, low-level screen. That well, I, I get that, but you also don't want to plant something that that uh, will be a problem or, or that, that a homeowner might recognize as a potential problem. Uh, okay. So right. I, I, I need to know how high, what line of sight do you need to, to achieve? Well, it, it doesn't, anything after four feet is fine. It, but okay. it doesn't matter how tall it goes. There's no obstructions, no, no right, power so, lines. So, so five feet would be ideal. Nothing. It doesn't have to be anything more than five feet. Yeah, five is okay, and more than that is okay, too, in the future. Nothing. It won't hurt anything to hide more. Okay. Um, it, I, I really could have used more help on it because you ask for fast growing, and you have to remember that if you if you – plant only for speed of growth these things don't know how to stop we are foster sitting babysitting it's now turning into a long-term babysitting for a friend of our daughters a, a dog named zeus zeus has one speed zeus is a racehorse he's he must be part whippet because he runs faster than any dog i've ever seen he's wonderful he's a great dog and <laughs> there's there's no keeping up with zeus and when he gets out, we have a we have eleven acres with fence, and and when he starts running, um, and and that's the way it is with these these plants. You get a fast growing plant, and it doesn't know when to stop. And so, um, there aren't very many fast growing plants that stop at four feet. That's the problem. They they then go to six feet, and they go to eight feet, and and twenty feet. And so, I rarely will recommend a screening plant that's fast growing that's going to be kept short. Uh, okay. Because because they end up being nightmares to maintain, so okay. that's why I keep asking you how tall do you want it to be? The best four foot screening plant. I'm I'm going to give you the answer I would give and be proud to stand behind with a homeowner. Somebody else is listening out there that wants this answer would be dwarf Burford holly. It's not fast. I have five and six foot dwarf Burford hollies that are 40 years old, and I've I've not pruned them at all. And they're five or six feet tall. 
if I wanted to compromise and give you a quality plant that would get to five or six feet or eight or nine feet, then it would be willowly folly. But I'm not going to succumb to fast growth and, and recommend privet hedge. That would be a, that would be a fast growing plant that would be there by the end of this year, but it would be a horrible choice of the worst magnitude because number one, it produces fruit that is horribly invasive. Talk to the people in Denton about how it's invaded their woods. Um, and, and waxleaf phlogustrum is good, but it froze last year. Your Eliagnus was a good choice. That freeze damage that it faced last year was very unusual. I mentioned to people that's, that's the first time I've seen it be frozen like that. So that might be a, a good thing to go back with. Water is what makes those plants grow more quickly, water and nitrogen. So if you, if you uh, uh, will let yourself water frequently and put nitrogen, lawn fertilizer on it, that's going to give you the quick growth you're looking for. Uh, I'd, I'd probably use the Eliagnus. If you liked it before, I'd, I'd use it again. Uh, and, and just know that the winter is not going to be like it was in 2021. So that's that's my answer because I have a lot more people listening for my answer from a different perspective than your perspective, and I have to give an answer I can feel comfortable with. Right. And what was that thing I'm supposed to stay away from? Privet. Horrible Privet. plant. Horrible oh. plant. And, and, and based solely on speed of growth, that's why so many people plant it. And that has to be the very worst shrub to plant in Texas. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, please don't plant that one. Thank you, Mike. Wish I hadn't mentioned it. It probably picked up his ears. Okay. Paul, I need to get a break in. I thought I'd get you. That one turned into more than I thought it would. You'll be upright on the other side of this break. We'll talk about your live oak tree. And uh, aerating a yard for Keith in Fort Worth. Hey, Keith, I need to talk to you. Need to talk to you. Um Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I have a list of all the screening shrubs and which ones are best in this book. And so if you are looking for that's, I talk about all the different lists that I have as well as all the descriptions, all the other material. That's the sort of thing that I have in this book. There's so much information. I spent a long time developing this book. I think you'll like it. I'll guarantee you'll like it or I'll refund your money. In fact, if you don't think that this book has paid for itself by the end of June, I will refund every penny you spend on it. I have not had to refund one penny uh, on the 74,000 copies of the book that I've sold. And there will come a time when somebody will say, you know, I'd, I'd like my money back. And I'll tell you that somebody has asked for it. I won't embarrass anybody, but by giving names, but I'll, I'll say, yeah, I did get one request, but I haven't yet, and I think you'll find it very helpful. What the book has is 344 pages, 840 photos, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, what you need to know to, to get started or uh, what you need to know to understand the other 10 chapters. Chapter 2 is a calendar. I've never put this in any book before. It's uh, when you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow. Chapter 3 is incredibly detailed information on trees. It has all the best trees, descriptions, photos, uh, how to care for them, the whole works. 
how to choose them, how to place them. Chapter 4, shrubs. Same thing goes for that one. Chapter 5 is uh, uh, vines. And then ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns. Lots of information on lawn care. And then uh, we have uh, fruit and vegetables. The the book is just filled with information. More than 25 multi-page charts. book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. It's available only from my website or by calling my office. I'll give you those contact pieces in just a moment. I sign each copy as it sells, and uh, I'll guarantee your satisfaction even if I've signed it to you. Uh, uh, here are the two ways you can buy the book. One of them is by calling my office Monday through Friday, business hours, and that's 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The other way is to, uh, and the better way really, is to order from my website. You can do that right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. It's right there on the homepage. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, only thirty-six ninety-five, and uh, that is a bargain. neilsperry.com for Lone Star Gardening. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. All right, thank you, sir, very, very much. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. Mueller Buildings, Mueller Roofing, Mueller Greenhouses, 90 years in the business. The 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. And it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now, 90 years later, the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and those products understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather that we're accustomed to in Texas. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, the hail, and even snows for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Visit MuellerInc.com to learn more and to find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can stop by one of their 33 locations. That's Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Marshall Sapolsky from the North Arlington Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Spray's Texas Gardening, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Marshall. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate him. He, uh, he did all of his five rejoinders in about a minute and a half, and he did not have take two on any of them he just got them done he could do disclaimers in radio I, he's been with them for a long time and he's a nice friend let's go to paul and farmer's branch finally paul you're on the air how can i help you thanks for calling 
Yes, Neil. Uh, I had to replace a sewer line in my front yard, and I had to cut a about a two-inch diameter root from my live oak tree. It's about six foot from the tree. Trees, okay. twelve-inch diameter to base. I wonder if this is going to impact my tree too much. Um, I don't think so. Let me ask you a question, though, to uh, help uh, fine-tune that answer. How did the tree survive uh, February of 2021? Did it look good last summer? Yeah, no problem. It's going to be fine then. I don't know if you noticed, live oaks, some of the live oaks in Farmer's Branch and around were hurt by the cold. Uh, those that uh, were not hurt by the cold, uh, this this would not be a big problem. Uh, if you were to transplant that tree, every once in a while somebody will transplant a great big live oak, uh, you would end up cutting a lot more cumulative roots than, than that one two-inch root. You'll be fine. Well, there are some other little ones too, but this sure. is Yeah, no, it should be fine. I would uh, just, if we end up with more and more of this drought that we're in right now, I'd just be really careful to soak it deeply, especially on that side. The uh, the limbs on that side of the tree are uh, nurtured by the roots on that side of the tree, and so I'd pay a special attention to water that side of the tree. Uh, but you're six feet out, that helps a lot because there are still roots on that side. So you'll, you'll be okay. Okay, thank you. You bet. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Keith in Fort Worth. Keith, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How you doing? I'm well, thank you, sir. Yeah, I've got a question. Uh, I'd like to get the answer on the pros and cons of aerating my yard. I've done it before, and some years I haven't done it. I really don't physically, I mean, uh, see the difference. So I was wondering, is it worth it? I know it's got to be doing some damage to the root systems. <laughs> All right. What kind of grass do you have? I have St. Augustine. All right. And why do you think you need to aerate? Um, Jim, I've heard people say that my lawn care company who does my lawn, they always recommend doing it. They say, you know, it breaks up the the hard ground. It helps get the fertilizer and the moisture into the ground. And so I look at it from that perspective. But I also look at it, I'm really – uh, dismembering a lot of the root system when I do that too. <laughs> All right. Um, let me explain to people what aeration is and what dethatching is and some other things to bring everybody up to speed. Um, in the wintertime, our lawns turn brown because the blades freeze, just the blades. Um, and so that would be just, uh, you, you can get rid of that. I'm, I'm speaking over, I'm, I'm speaking down to you with this conversation, Keith, at the outset, because you already know all this, but some people don't, um, to get rid of those brown blades, you just scalp your grass, you lower the lawnmower blade one notch and you get rid of the, the brown stuff. That's not what we're talking about here. That's just scalping. And that can be done right now when the air is drier than it is today. Some people equate that to aerating or dethatching. All right, thatch, per se, is a layer of undecomposed organic matter that forms beneath the runners and on top of the soil, and it is impenetrable. It does not allow water to get into the soil and does not allow nutrients to get into the soil. It is very bad. Thatch normally does not... Um, uh, does not happen with St. Augustine. It's usually with uh, Bermuda. 
and especially when we do not catch clippings, and especially when we are using hybrid Bermudas and really fast-release uh, sources of nitrogen, poor fertilizers. So uh, that's kind of out the window because you're, you're growing St. Augustine. Um, aeration is used to get rid of thatch because it cuts through that thatch layer and allows oxygen in to help break down that thatch and also to get water and nutrients down to the roots of the Bermuda grass. Well, that doesn't count in this case because you have St. Augustine. If you use a, a slow-release fertilizer, it will get where it needs to go. It'll be fine. A high-quality fertilizer, you should be fine. I can't imagine a reason to aerate a St. Augustine lawn. The core aerator that pulls plugs out of the ground, I'm not worried about the roots. I'm worried about the runners. You're going you're gonna to be poking holes through the runners. Right. And so I would not have that's my right, lawn aerated. Right, I, have, I have never felt the need to aerate a St. Augustine lawn. Okay, that's what I need to know. Yeah. So I tried to explain it uh, kind of step by step. Aeration is also used sometimes if you've had a lot of traffic. I can imagine they aerate the ground at the state fairgrounds after the fair. Um, right. That's, that's the sort of place that you would, or a football field after, after a season, but not, not a home lawn like that. Right, in my head. Go ahead. I've got about 20 seconds. What were you oh, going to say? Okay. I was say, yeah, in my yard, it doesn't dry out very much because I do still run my sprinkler systems periodically yeah. just to keep the ground. No, I don't, I don't think you need to aerate. I think you'll be fine. Just use a high-quality fertilizer and water deeply when you water. Keith, I appreciate your call. Folks, I have lines open, all of them open right now, 800-288-9227 and an hour to go. I'll be back. 